Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Coolers, WP Blab. This is episode number 56. Today, we're going to be talking about expanding your WordPress business on Pinterest, and we're here with Carol Steven. Yay! Before we introduce Carol and whatnot, let's get our introductions, because we're rude with like that. Bridget, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Bridget Willard, and I work for WordPress, and we make an online donation plugin called Give wp.com there's lots of tips and tutorials at the website and i sometimes blog at bridgetwiller.com which is now on https woohoo good job bridget <laughs> that's she's actually a funny story. now she's doing https man no. you're, you're doing big things now bridget you're gonna love this though jason so SiteGround sent me out oh it's the end of the year but we're gonna give you something free so i click on the button that goes oh free wildcard h HTTPS. I'm like, yeah, I want wildcard SL. Yes. <laughs> so I clicked yes. They're like, boom, you're installed. I'm like, okay. Ta-da! All done. You're no, like, come on. No, Wait. it's not all done. And so I was talking to Jen Miller on the phone. I go, "Wait, my site's broken because I forgot <laughs> to install a plugin that makes it force HTTPS, which is like, blah, 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 just do this one. So like, don't just click on stuff and emails. And that's like my my new slogan. I do things the wrong way, so you don't have to. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome topic. But still, it works now, and I'm HTTPS, it's forced. Nice. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I blog over at jasontucker.blog, and I do a whole bunch of audio video stuff over at wpmedia.pro. All right, so now that we got the rudeness out of the way, Carol, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everybody. Um, this is Carol, and I'm at yoursocialmediaworks.com. So I blog there. I also ghost blog for companies. Um, I'm on Twitter at at Carol underscore Steven. I'm sorry I don't have a nifty little thing like Jason does where it has all my information, but um, hopefully you can find me later. Um, and I love Pinterest, and so they invited me to be on here, and I've never been on the show before, so I'm a little nervous, but I think Yay! I'll get Anyway, <laughs> that's a little bit about me. No, 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 pro no problem at all. So we um, just to kind of give uh, the folks at home a little, a little kind of an intro here. So, on WP Water Cooler here, we have um, we have some really great folks that are in our community who help us out with um, writing um, our show notes. So we're actually going to be putting in show notes that will show up on the site, and we have some really great folks that help us out with that. Um, you know, today on the show, you know, we want to we want to kind of focus a little bit on if you're running a, a website that that runs on WordPress and you're trying to use Pinterest, Carol's going to be the person that's going to kind of help us out with that. If you're somebody who runs a business about WordPress, like you're selling themes or selling plugins or anything like that, this will also help you out as well. So we wanted to kind of, we wanted to kind of pick her brain a little bit here and kind of figure out what is it that we can do to be able to make, you know, WordPress better on Pinterest or at least be able to prepare our content in a way that is attractive to people that use Pinterest. Does that sound about right, Bridget? Yeah. Or did I just flip the whole script and now it's a totally different thing? <laughs> well, you know, we just have that way. So Pinterest, driving traffic to there, from there, either way, you can do both. Awesome. So, so tell, Carol, tell us a little bit about Pinterest. Like, why, why is Pinterest attractive to people using it? And then why is it attractive for people that are 
um, that are wanting to put things on Pinterest well, so people find it? First of all, there might be people here who don't know very much about Pinterest or who've never used Pinterest before. So Pinterest, <laughs> Pinterest is a search engine. It's a discovery um, engine and you can find things much easier because it's a visual form of search. So for example, if you want to buy some boots, you just put boots up in search and then you're going to see different types of boots that you might want, you know, ankle boots, knee boots, brown boots, uh, boots for the winter. Uh, so you're going to be led through this discovery process by Pinterest. And that to me is way better than Google. So that's part of it. Um, and you can use it in so many different ways. It's very versatile. I think it's very underutilized. Um, partly that's because it was, it had the reputation of being just for women and it still is about 80% women. But when it first started, it was, it was almost all women. And it's also, if I remember correctly, there's a lot of coders that are there that are women as well, correct? That's right. That's right. So, and I think so that kind Mormon, of that, a little bit of the, the women mindset type of thing uh, going on there a little bit as well, right? Right. But that doesn't mean that men can't be using Pinterest because there's so much you can do with Pinterest and, you know, it's such a great way to search. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of uh, Delicious back in the day of using, uh, you know, just being able to just quickly find things and then bookmark them. And then now you're having this like visual representation that kind of adds to it and um, and being on like boards, which are kind of like tags. And, you know, there, there's a lot of similarities to the two, to the two different services. But, um, you know, what are those kind of advantages of, uh, of you know, building out visual stuff that people are going to look at. I know that the form factor is completely different on Pinterest. It's like a very vertical shaped thing, but you can also do squares right. and, and rectangles and stuff too, but it, it very much so yeah, wants but, that vertical but, thing, right? Um, so let me back up a second and just sure. explain to people that a board is a way to organize your pins. So a pin is something that you save. That could be an article, it could be a video, um, it could be, just be a picture that doesn't go anywhere. There's no link attached to it. So you organize on these boards. And so you can have a description, you know, you can put your keywords attached to each board. Um, as well as attached to the pin. And so anyway, you organize by the boards and you can move your boards around. And also you can pick the cover that you want to represent each board. And then you can also create, this is a new thing, um, you can create as like a little video. So when you go to somebody's account, you can kind of see what they're about, you know, very quickly. And you can oh. choose five different boards now. I haven't written about this yet, so it's pretty new. Um, and it'll give you a slideshow of those, whatever boards you choose. So oh, I see that's pretty fun. That's cool. So, yeah. it, so those five are the ones that are kind of showcasing what it is that you're really interested in and that, that hopefully somebody by looking at the, at your account, will see that, oh, he's really interested in this sort of thing. So you know, it's a pretty good representation of the other types of boards that are going to be on there. Is that the way you'd kind of look at it? Exactly. And you can change those, of course. Everything on there is movable, changeable. You can, um, 
most people use Pinterest on their phone. So you need to put the boards that are the most popular up at the top. Awesome. You know, so, Bridget and I have talked about using Pinterest in the past, and we've even kind of toyed around with it a little bit to see, like, you know, you always, when you're do, working with any of these things, you always think that, okay, how can, how will this benefit me? How do I put my own things on there? And a lot of times these things are built so it's not about you, 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 you. It's about the things that you're curating out on the internet. So that's exactly uh, right. So you may have a hobby that, you know, like say you are remodeling your house and I would not stop from putting things up that are hobbies. So, you know, maybe you're really into dogs, you know, so you might have a board about dogs. Um, again, if you're remodeling or doing something with your house, you can put that up. And then you can add in so, all the, you know, I want this kind of a lamp. I want um, this kind of pictures. I want to buy these kind of pillows. You can put all of that stuff on a board and, of course, delete and add as you see fit. So I like that how you bring that as far as like it could be personal to you as far as curating things that you want. A lot of people on Pinterest have the intent to purchase, which differentiates it significantly from other platforms. That's um, right. People on Pinterest but, are there to buy. Right. So that's a big difference. So, and another big difference is people are there a long time. It's very sticky. So people don't go in for five minutes. It's not like Google Plus. You know, <laughs> people they post and then they leave. What if they're not selling anything? What if you're just, you're, you're, your end goal is to get somebody to read your content or to enjoy the other 10 pictures that are on that post or something like that? How do, how do you pull that off? Well, I would buy anything. For something similar, and I would look at what keywords, you know, just like you might do in Google, look at the keywords that whoever is coming up at the top, and I would use some of those same keywords. So make sure you have a really, really good description on Pinterest. People sometimes will post and they won't put any description. They'll just put a dot or something really silly. So you need to make sure that you have a good description. So if you're doing best practices with WordPress, SEO, and accessibility, you are filling out those meta descriptions <laughs> for, that, for the things in your image library. You will not have a problem when people or you yourself pin from your WordPress website to Pinterest because that is what automatically comes up. It's a meta description that you put in for the library. Mm -hmm. um, so, but be quickly before we lose the question, from the chat, um, and I know, I know that you recommend this, and I've seen this that people uh, recommend having a long picture in your blog yeah. post that's specifically uh, formatted to entice people to click. Now, with Facebook, they if you want to advertise, they want less than twenty percent of text, but Pinterest doesn't care. So if you make a long vertical one, um, and and don't forget. Um, I'm not tramping over you, but I just want to, like, for our audience, we write a lot of how-tos, right, Jason? How to do this, how to install this, how to write this, how to. Pinterest is is the visual form of YouTube when it comes to how-tos. So don't forget that. But Roy Savon's question from the chat that's scrolling up is, are there certain types of sites that benefit more from Pinterest marketing, and how much time should you be spending on Pinterest? certain types of sites. Um, if you're selling something, 
that it's particularly good. It doesn't have to always be a product, but uh, products are the best, I think. You know, somebody like a Nordstrom is really good. Lowe's is really good. Um, you know, they sell fixtures, lighting, appliances, um, and anything that caters to women. So if you have women as part of your audience, I'd say it's very, very important that you be on Pinterest. And as far as how much time you spend, you know, I would try to spend in the beginning, at least spend maybe 15 minutes a couple times a week if you can do that and then work up if you enjoy it and if, you know, you're getting some benefit from it. And also, it, it's very important that you sign up for a business account. So that answers Sherry's question. <laughs> you get the analytics. So you do need to get the analytics and then you can really check and nerd out and figure out what's working. So the, the that particular account is that account is that is that account set up to be kind of tied into your existing account or are you creating an entirely new account that's named for your brand and it's all of that stuff like is there a management kind of system between a you know a Pinterest account and then a business account or do you just have them totally separated it out I would just keep one account because it's going to be a lot of work if you want to hide certain things you can um, but I would if you have only a personal account, it's pretty easy to switch it over to a business account. There's a little piece of code, you know, and then you need to stick it on your website and then you'll get all the analytics. Okay. Yeah, and that doesn't bother any of our audience, especially because ah. that's part of Yoast SEO's plugin mm -hmm. is allowing you to have that snippet so that you can get verified as a, what your website can be verified on Pinterest. But okay. also, also, I just want to say, I want to mention too, that um, when Roy was asking what types of sites, we have lots and lots and lots of people who have WooCommerce stores that watch this show. Oh. Okay, so e-commerce, huge humongous deal for Pinterest. Mm -hmm. I know for me, one thing I like about that as a user is when I pin something from a store and that price drops, Pinterest yes. emails me. Yes, yeah, so you get a little notification when when the price drops. So that's very handy. You can keep an eye on something. Hmm. So can you tell us a little bit more about how stores should be optimizing their sites for people to pin? Well, one thing you want to do is pin at a good time. So what the guys at Pinterest all say is to pin around 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And if you're using a third-party app to pin for you, it will help you figure that out. Like, um, as a blogger, you can use something like Ahology. That's the one I use. I really like that one a lot. And it will help you um, with certain keywords as well. So that is one thing that I would do. Um, and then you can also repin things. So if you have something that's very successful, you can repin it and then it'll go up to the top. Um, so it might get buried, you know, and you can either leave it there or you can delete it. So if it gets a lot of comments, then you might want to delete it or I'm sorry, keep it there and then also repin it and then you'll get even more traffic. You do talk a lot about deleting things, which normally we don't delete blog posts, we don't delete tweets, we don't do that kind of maintenance for other kinds of social networks. Can you talk a little bit about what the strategic advantage of deleting pins is? 
Well, it can keep down the number of, you know, just tidies things up on your boards. So something isn't um, really performing well, you might want to delete it, rewrite the headline that's attached to it, because it is like a headline, whatever your description is. Um, rewrite it, change the keywords a little bit, and then repin it. And I would repin it at an optimal time, which would be 6 to 7 p.m., because that's when people are on Pinterest. Is um, Sunday still the best? Sundays are good. You know, weekends in general are good. So just think about when you would be relaxing, you're done with your work. That's, a, you know, that's the same time that other people are on Pinterest. So if you're a website developer who also enjoys kayaking and traveling and hiking, you can use Pinterest as a business to show the softer side of Sears. Exactly, exactly. So. You, and you don't know what's going to take off either. So the kayaking might be extremely popular and that might be the differentiator for you because people might be attracted to you because you have some things in common like, oh, he's a WordPress developer and he likes to kayak. And that's, you know, that might be something that's that interests that person. Well, you. yeah, I mean, anytime you can help. Okay, I love our people. I love you. I'm looking at the camera. I love you. But a lot of us are super introverted. We're not good with small talk, right? right? So anything that you can show of your personality where I could come up to you and go, hey, I saw that you went backpacking in the Sierras. Did you right. watch the movie Mile, Mile and a Half? You, could, right. you know what I mean? You can have that conversation. It just shows a little bit more of your personality. Right. And also, you don't have the pins don't have to go someplace else. There doesn't have to be a link behind each pin. So you could just pin photos from a vacation, for example. You know, for you guys, it would be different word camps that you go to. Ah, so I, I like that. Yeah, each word camp could, I mean, you could have it in the board description, you could have maybe a link there. And then each pin would not have to, it could just be a photograph. It wouldn't have to be an article or something really fancy. Right. And, and like you and I have a board that we collaborate on called WordCamp Orange County because right. we found all these places to go to when it was, you know, at the education center or whatever with the Batali Cafe and, and the Spumoni. Oh my God, Spumoni was the best. Um, <laughs> So can you tell, I'm sorry, like that was the best Pomoni, I'm sorry. Um, can you tell us a little bit of the advantage of a group board? Why would you want to have a group board? Or why would well, you want you to be part of one? The power of the group and it's, a group board is going to be seen by a lot more people. So if you're a blogger, for example, I would suggest that you join a group board. So just find out who the owner is and send them an email or a message through Pinterest and just ask whether you know, they're accepting people that can pin to that board. And then I would pin to a group board, especially bigger boards or people who have bigger accounts. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it could even be about topics. I mean, like, for example, WordCamps, almost everybody makes a recap about the WordCamp. But also, like, I know there's people that are experts in WooCommerce or they're experts in um, whatever, something else like some other kind of WordPressy thing. Gravity like Forms gravity or form, something like that, yeah. Custom fields. Right. Well, you could definitely have a group that's more specific, is niched out with even within our audience. Right. It would almost be like a visual Reddit, huh, Jason? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, because there's commenting and there's all that sort of thing in there as well. You know, uh, what I was thinking about is is when you go to a WordCamp, like uh, curating video of various WordCamps that you've been to or just talks at any type of conference that you go to. So it doesn't have to be a particular, you know, it does, there is video, there is a video component to, uh, to Pinterest. Uh, how, you know, since it's not in um, a vertical form factor, it doesn't stand out all that much. There's just like a big kind of, you know, uh, you know has a little play button on there and that's it. Are those attractive? One of those things people are looking at? You really want a long, skinny pin. That is the format that attracts people. And I don't know why that is, but that's just how it is. So how does somebody that does video, like me, <laughs> how do I get into to doing Pinterest? Do I, should I just reach, you know, shoot all my videos in, in no, portrait no. mode and, you can and pull that off? Or like, how, how am I going to make this work? Make your graphic in Canva. Yes, I was just going to so, so the the I guess what I'm I guess the part that I'm I'm a little bit confused about, and hopefully this this will clear it up, is that so the 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 pin itself is not the content. If I'm just posting, so if I'm gonna post a video, I could also put a graphic that represents that video as well, or is it gonna pull like the OG image data or some other kind of you know open graph data from? Right, you can pin the image separately and then put the link in after, and I do that sometimes. So I'll okay. pull, I usually use it on my, um, well, I'll talk about this more. I usually use it on my desktop. So I'll pull the image off on my desktop. I'll post the image, and then I'll go back in and edit the pin and, and put in the link. Hmm. Okay. Also, like a lot of times, it'll let you choose when you're the one that's pinning. If right. You have but, a lot of choices. but like a YouTube video or something like that's not going to have a vertical graphic representation. So. Well, you could do a screenshot. Yeah, that's true. And that's it'll true. let you play. You can play inside Pinterest, right? Yes, you can play. Uh -huh. What do you mean by play, Bridget? You just Tell press me. the button, play. You know, like in a tweet oh, oh, when they're embedded? Okay. Press play, and it'll just play, and you can just continue <laughs> on with your browsing. <laughs> it's really technical. It's a little I, Yeah, I was like, oh, there, there's like a playground in here? This is awesome. I got to see this. <laughs> okay, but that leads me to my next thing. Like, when I first encountered Pinterest, I was in construction. I knew tons and tons and tons of interior designers and decorators who were using this. Uh, secret board feature ah. to inter to show their clients their work. Now, a lot of WordPress people put their wireframes and those kinds of things on GitHub and blah, 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 blah. And that's fine for all your internal workflow. But when you're trying to show something to a client, you're not going to make them look at GitHub. I mean, for a lot of our people that are designers, how could you use a secret board for like brand standards and colors and fonts and those kinds of things. Well, you can put it, you can pin anything. So I would put all that stuff up there, like examples of the colors you might use. So you would have the palette up there. Um, you might have some font examples up there. Um, maybe an example, if you can keep it anonymous of another client's work, you could put that up there and say, you know, we designed this other um, site and thought that it might apply to you as well, but we would change a few things. So, you know, just as long as you're not giving anything away. Um, and then, of course, make it secret and then invite them to it. 
Um, so another way that I use the interaction piece is, is limited to the just commenting, right? You, you can't put uh, uh, an additional like a video or a graphic or something like that in the comments. In right? the comment, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, so I'm secret boards are a good way. Well, secret boards are a good way to to collaborate. I think with the general population, which is your client. You're going to collaborate, you're going to do whatever internally, you're going to use GitHub or whatever your workflow is, or Asana or Basecamp or whatever you're doing. That's going to be internal. But in order to communicate with your clients in a way that's palatable to the general public, I think uh, secret boards could be way awesome. Yeah, I have, a friend developers. A, I have a friend who's a garden designer, and she uses secret boards. You know, she'll say, I, I see this, something like this, these plants for your front yard you know and then she will just um tell the people the location of the secret board you know and then they could say oh i like this or i don't like this and you know kind of comment right there yeah so what are what are some good examples of accounts that are doing really well on pinterest that that folks at home can kind of look at and and figure out like what are some things we we should be searching for here in Pinterest just to kind of get an idea of who's doing really well. Um, LL Bean is doing really well. I think Nordstrom is a good account. Uh, Lowe's is good. They've got a lot of DIY boards. Um, you know, there's so many. So you know, you could search on the things that you're interested in, and then check out a few different ones that you might like to model your own account after. Yeah, I bet there's a really good opportunity to to crush it on Pinterest for our audience. Yeah, yeah especially if there's nobody else like you on Pinterest. Plus, think about it. Think about it from this perspective. Now I'm gonna get a little evil villain James Bondness on you guys. So if if with my with my cat in the background, my son is a dog. So if if Pinterest is the mommy bloggers, yeah. Who, how else to put your web development services in front of their face than to be where they are? Yeah, like, oh, like, by the That's way, here, we are. built this e-commerce site for this company, and here's the screenshot of the e-commerce solution. Here's a, a breakdown of how it all worked out, especially mm -hmm. since you have that vertical format there. You're able to kind of essentially build, like, an infographic of, Here's all the types of things that we did for this particular client or something like that. Exactly. I mean, I know a lady who's, who's on WordPress and she, she um, is a baker, mm -hmm. you know, so she has recipes and stuff, her own recipes, not like whatever. And so she's like, oh man, I want to meet all these developers and, and get help with my site. Well, if they were, they had been interacting with her, like you could niche out in that market just by spending some time on Pinterest because nobody else is. That's really true. It's really funny. Just so saying. The, <laughs> so the, the, to kind of define popularity for, for someone like, I, I, I've pinned things to Pinterest, but I've never looked at somebody else's Pinterest uh, accounts to see what they're doing or look at other pins and stuff. So yeah. to define popularity is if they have how many boards these things have been posted to, correct? That's the that's the metric that's being used that's more of a publicly facing metric? I mean, there's 
it depends on who you talk to, but a lot of people think that you should have 50 boards. I think that's a lot of boards. It's a lot of stuff to look through, scroll through. Well, I meant like if I was looking at a particular pin and that that particular pin has, it says plus 511 boards it's, it's listed on. That means that 511 different boards contain this particular pin, correct? Right, right. Okay. So that's the only metric that's out there that, that the public is able, able to look at for another account to determine the popularity of the content, right? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm just trying, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just trying to, I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, it's, not it's not obvious. So yeah, you it's not. get somebody else's pin that's very popular and, and then ask, why is it that popular? Yeah. Well, and sometimes that, it's just, Oh, they posted, it's a beautiful picture, but they posted it at the right time and it took off. So people are on Pinterest, they're on there for like 30 to 60 minutes at a time. Yeah. Um, they're dedicated. Because yeah. it, it is a black hole. You just keep well, looking just at this. Well, let's just say the still. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A black hole, like there is no time because it's gone, right? You're just in this no time space continuum because you keep looking at these gardens and these yellow doors and these haircuts. Like for me, when I wanted a pixie, I literally went in pixie round face. Yeah. And it suggested all these like the the search is better than Google. The search is fantastic. It's it's guided search, and you, so you will discover things that you didn't even know that you wanted or needed. Um, ideas that you you know you might have the most vague idea of what you want, and then Pinterest will help you. Um, so not just secret boards, but a lot of uh, WordPress people have portfolios, or they don't have portfolios, but they built these websites, and you could use a Pinterest board to curate all the websites that you built to That's act right. as your portfolio. That's right. You can do that. Um, let's see. What else could you do? There's probably a lot of other things you could do with your portfolio. Um, of course, some of it could be kept secret if you wanted to. Um, I remember, I, I remember put, seeing, uh, I would put that, uh, you know, your most important stuff like your portfolio up at the top and, you know, I would put it in the rotating slideshow that they have yeah, now. Yeah. What about cross-posting? What do you have to say about that? There's no reason not to cross-post. So you could put it on different boards at different times, experiment, change the wording, um, and of course, repin it. If it's not performing, then just repin it. So, because there there isn't a so there is a bit a bit of a timeline kind of um, component to this based on the fact that if you post it at the time in which people are looking at it, it's going to be the most recent pins that have been posted, right? That that was one of the main reasons right. why uh, you well, do it at a particular true, time. That is true, but also pins live on for a very long time because of the guided search. So people can find you know I have pins that are still performing, you know, a year or two years down the road, they're still getting repinned. So it's it's not like Twitter, for example. Yeah, Twitter is just like a it's stock ticker. It's a river that just, Flash. yeah, it just disappears yeah. instantly. So about repinning, though, 
So if you see a picture, Carol, and uh -huh. you like it, you should have just pin it. You should probably make sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had a client who, you know, sold like birthday party supplies to kids. And she asked me to take a look at her account and I went in and she had just pinned all this stuff. So what you have to do, and I know that your audience is going to understand this, you have to click through the pin till you get to the source. Because remember how I said you can, you can attach any link to any picture. So there at the teddy bear picnic, you know, he clicked through the teddy bear picnic and there was porn which is like the worst thing you can find in it on a kid's site, right? So that took a long time to clean up because you shouldn't just pin pretty pictures. Make sure you know what's happening behind that picture. And then you can report spammers and Pinterest takes that pretty seriously. Yeah, I just thought, because it's not like the retweet button. There, there could be a lot more behind that picture. Right. And not just spam, but a dead link, a broken link, especially right. if it's still performing two years ago, like somebody could have changed their HTTPS and not did it right. The link could be broken. I don't know who would have done that. Right. But click through somebody. and just make sure it's not a 404 error. Yeah. yeah sure. you want and if somebody tells you, which would be nice, if somebody would tell you, then go ahead and change it. Yeah. Do they still have the map feature? Oh, I remember seeing that. We, before. I mean, originally we—that's what we, how we did our um, group board for WordCamp Orange County—is that we had the map. Like, these are the places oh, we found no, cool. I don't believe they're using it the same way anymore. That ah, really that was nice. the coolest part. Yeah, I really liked it too. Yeah, but it's changing all the time and it's evolving. And and like right now, um, well, there used to be a way to have just one picture as your cover and now it's like three different pictures so it's like you can choose one which will be the biggest one and then the other two are the most recent pins on that board so okay. it's a little so, messier now than it did so somebody's starting from scratch how mm -hmm. many boards do they have how many pins inside each board minimum I would start I would do five by five so five boards with five pins on each board at least before you go out and start you know following a million people make sure your profile is filled out you put your website up there um, and then start following people and it's totally fine for you to pin your own content of course you should pin your own content as well as other people's content that you find interesting yeah but I mean it's not I don't think that it's as bad as like you know on twitter we'll say 70 30 80 20 you sharing yourself versus other people like you should share right. way more of other people i think it's reversed on pinterest i think it's almost expected that you share more of yourself would you say that that's accurate or well i guess if you're um, if you're in nordstrom or, or something like that you know and what you do is sell then people expect you to have your products up there so it really depends but of course it could be your services too that you're putting up there right and um i was watching this um 
sometimes Gary Vaynerchuk gives these giant keynotes and the best part is always at the end mm -hmm. uh, because of the questions and he's very good at giving very specific answers when people ask him questions. He doesn't ask, if you can get through the R-rated F-bomb, I mean, it's like, it's like Normandy. Um, <laughs> just say like, I forget how much F-bombing he is. Um, but Come on kids, grab that around. Let's go watch his latest video. <laughs> One hour and 47 minutes to make Eddie Murphy blush. But what I'm saying is like this latest one that I was just watching, he was talking about being a practitioner and a lot of times we, we, we forget about how to actually be involved in the things that we talk about. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to keep doing, but, but not just that, but uh, one of the guys said, well, what should I give out on Periscope that would help my business? And I, I would say this applies to Pinterest too, is just give out your best advice for free. So you should be definitely talking about what you do and if you're doing that in your blogs like how to optimize your site for WooCommerce how to how to get the best SEO you can give all that for free you're doing it on your blog so why not show it where people might even actually hire you because they have businesses and that's right. why they're on Pinterest so exactly yeah, yeah. people are looking to buy they're looking to buy your services um, what you can do to help people is pin things that you find interesting and that other people might also want to buy. Yep. Um, going back to the uh, the idea of having a a business account for Pinterest, um, do you do you recommend having your your name as as it being a, the person who runs a business, or having the business name as being the name for your Pinterest account? Um, I would use your business name, although some people have their business name as their personal name. So, yeah, but I would I would put your business name if it's a business account primarily. And it is, you know, be because of that. I mean, is there a way in which someone can tag someone else in a particular pin or any of that sort of yes. interaction of being kind of to to show somebody else, hey, this is something you should be looking at. Yes, there is a way to tag people, and if you comment on somebody else's pin, I would tag that person, um, because chances are, in a big account, you know, like I have thousands of pins, I'm not going to see if you're. Oh. Writing, I'm not going to see it anymore. So, you need to tag me, just like if you're writing to anybody on Instagram. I mean, right? That's how it is Same on Instagram. Thing. You're just going to get lost. Right. If somebody has a hundred followers on Instagram, they might see your comment depending on how often they log in and you know whether they're checking. But on Pinterest, so if it's a big account, just tag that person. If you're leaving an you know, you want them to see it and you want them to comment back. Yeah. Yeah. And that helps me decide who I'm gonna follow back. So on a big account, that might be the reason that someone follows you back. You know, if you want that kind of right. relationship, you want to follow them to follow you back. I see. Yeah. I've been kind of digging around a little bit in here while 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 we've been talking. For for one, one of the things I ended up doing is switching over to a business account versus uh, converting my account to a business account. Um, All right. 
Yeah, I thought, you know, I, if I don't have any analytics, how am I supposed to know if this thing's actually working exactly. for me or not? Exactly. So those analytics are going to be the analytics for both, uh, for anything, not just, not just content that's my own, but also content that I've curated on and have pinned on Pinterest and seen who's clicking on the, or seeing if people are clicking on them or not exactly. and how they're being uh, shared and liked and all that sort of thing, right? Yes. Yeah, I think I think when especially folks that are built that are built or rather have businesses that build product and build products that are are the type that can be sold online, um, you know, they want to see all the analytics from start to finish when they've actually come into the site to when they actually uh, have made that purchase. So, uh, kind of seeing how how many people are are clicking on uh, various uh, you know various products that are on Pinterest. And then also being able to do, like we were talking about earlier, being able to have those uh, those kind of uh, rich uh, pins and being able to, you know, change the price and have people show up and go, whoa, the price changed. Check this out. <laughs> I think those types of notifications are huge for, for folks that are yeah. trying to sell stuff on their websites. And, and you don't know, you know, your hobby might be the thing that really starts attracting people. So if, especially if you're into something that's a do-it-yourself type of hobby, those are very popular on Pinterest. So make sure that you fill out and optimize those pins. So don't just um, save it as it is, but change the description. So it's what, it's your context, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because a lot um, of the time, like the it's gonna pull from the title or it's gonna pull from some type of exactly. something that just isn't gonna tell the story that you're trying to convey, right? Especially right. if it's not yours and you didn't already optimize it because we know you did. Exactly. So say, <laughs> say what's interesting. If there's an article back there, say what you like about the article. Say something funny. Um, you have a little bit of space there, so talk about the pin a little bit. And then um, people will probably respond. We have Victor in the chat room asking us, um, he wants to know uh, which countries make um, massive use of Pinterest and how sticky is it in emerging markets? Ooh. Um, well, of course, the United States, I think, has the biggest audience, but European countries, it's, it's very popular there as well. So um, I find a lot of Europeans, um, Germany, France, I, I couldn't tell you which is the most popular country, but, uh, you know, I do see a lot of other people from other countries. And what was it? It's sticky? Yeah, and how uh, sticky is it in emerging markets? I guess the requirement would be that you need to have a you need to either have a computer or a smartphone to use it, and so um, depending on how how sophisticated the emerging market is is going to dictate whether or not they're going to be able to use Pinterest. Yeah, I, I would think that any place that where there's a lot of um, smartphones, they're going to be using it more because most people do use it on their phones. All right, let's see here, and if you have any other questions or anything like that, feel free to ask them in the chat. We'd be more than happy to kind of uh, bubble them up to the surface here and, and, and such. So one of, the, one of the questions he also asked earlier that I think we may have skipped was, um, is there an infographic with the demographics of the global Pinterest audience, including uh, geographic location? Like, is there something that shows, you know, hey, here's, it sounds like he's doing a lot of international type work. So, um, you know, I'm just sure try to figure out if it's worth it or not. I, I'm not aware of it, but I'm sure there is one. Infographics are very popular on Pinterest. Awesome, awesome. 
And I'd say also yeah. that that men really like infographics. So if if that's part of your audience or you know, that's a good way I've heard to have more men respond to an account is to have more infographics. Yeah, because they're data centric. <laughs> so um, I mean, it's just the way it is. Right. Let me ask you a question. What happens if somebody steals your pictures? Report them. Like steals them as in they posted them on Pinterest? Not, not as a pin. I know you've been through this. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience, Carol? Um, you can report them to Pinterest. And Pinterest is, they're pretty great. They, they will force that person to take it down because they, sometimes people will say that your content belongs to them. And it doesn't happen just on Pinterest, but it does happen on Pinterest as well. So report it to Pinterest and, you know, I've had great success. So it's the, the, so the, the content isn't being curated or linked off from another site, but rather they've downloaded the image and then uploaded it to Pinterest as if it was their own. Yes, and then added a different link in there. So, you know, I was working for a jewelry company, and this happened several times where the, these people said the jewelry belonged to them. Ah, okay. okay. Your actual picture. The actual right. picture, and it even had the watermark on there. Wow. So it was very easy to prove that it didn't belong to these other people. So, you know, you just, um, just report it to Pinterest, and they'll take care of it. Some people's kids, I tell you, some people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about what, what about uh, promoting promoting your uh, your various pins and stuff on other social networks? How how does that work, and how does Pinterest kind of help out with doing that? Like, if I wanted to share it on Facebook, or I wanted to share it on Twitter, or uh, that Google Plus thing that's still kicking around. <laughs> Well, if it's something you pin, if it's an article, for example, you can just just click through until you get to it, and then you can just share it like you normally would. I think I think that's what you're asking. Is that right? Um, well, yeah. Like if I wanted, if I have a pin that I really want to have people look at that are outside of Pinterest, but I want them to be able to find it, and I'm uh -huh. going to post it on LinkedIn, or I'm going to post it on Twitter, or I'm going to post it on whatever. Um, is it, you know, is everything kind of already built and ready to go to be able to just share those onto Twitter? And should I use the tools that are built into it? Should I just be copying and pasting the link? Like, what's the, the best kind of uh, way of going about sharing it? Um, you might want to use a secret board for stuff that you want to share later. OK. Maybe you'll pin it someplace on one of your boards now. And you know, I use a secret board when I'm out and about. And I have my phone, right? Um, so I have a secret board from when I'm just wandering around, like, say I'm in line someplace. I'm at Safeway. Um, and then I'll just pin something because I really want to check it out. I want to go all the way through. I want to read the article or watch the video or whatever. And I also want to optimize that pin. So I'll put it on my secret board to look at later. And then when I get home, I'll look at it and I'll really think about it so that I'm pinning it at a good time and, you know, so you're using that secret board as like a drafts as like a, dra oh, a drafts location. Yes, you're just, exactly. Gotcha. Good, good okay, that makes. See, I always feel like whenever I'm doing anything uh, in any type of social media, that I'm preparing everything 
so that people will find it and see it and use it. And so I, I always feel like I'm I'm like spending way more time than I need to for stuff like this. So if you're, but but what you're saying is that if I were to use a secret board as my way of being able to kind of stage this stuff out and figure out what it is, yes. then later on I could either create a new board or I can put them in a particular board that that's there or multiple boards or what have you, right? Right. Or you know you see a pretty picture and you're like, oh wait a minute, this isn't what I thought delete yep right so yeah exactly drafts folder blogger. <laughs> that's exactly right I'm building a drafts board darn it and it's I'm, be I'm awesome. sure that there's some kind of if this then that recipe or script that somebody can or Zapier zap thing that somebody in this audience could definitely build because I know some people do that with pocket they save articles to pocket and they have it filling up their buffer queue. And I know that there's people that use Pinterest to fill up their buffer queue. Um, yeah, I know this one lady, she, she outsources some things, but she only trusts the lady with Pinterest. So she puts it in Pinterest and that fills up her buffer queue. Uh -huh. So you could use that as a curation, literally, to curate what you share. I know that our people love automation. If you can automate it, by golly, our guys yes, are going to yes. do it. And gals, and gals. Definitely, especially when there's one that says sync your in your Instagram boards to your Pinterest, or sync your Instagram posts to your Pinterest board. Like those sorts of things. I mean, it's just, you know, we've always, we've always talked about this. We've already oh, have fought about this many times, Bridget. A lot, a lot of the time, by putting in the work early on and doing it the right way, mm -hmm. um, you're better off. But I can totally see taking something like your Pinterest, or sorry, your Instagram stuff, mm -hmm. and putting it to one of these, you know, staging servers, if you will, or this draft <laughs> board, and having that live there. And then later on, I can go and curate the stuff that I've taken photos of myself and put them out there. So. Oh yeah. Secret yeah. board for family photos. You are exactly. asking about that on Facebook. And that could be a secret board. Secret if you board just want for your photos. uncles and aunts who are on Pinterest to see those pictures. You could do it that way. Boom. You know, for a wedding or something that you wow. don't want to share with the whole world. Maybe That's you cool. don't want your kids' pictures up there. You know, you could put those someplace. Yeah. It's not Google Photos, which I don't know why you would do that, but <laughs> but it's it's definitely a doable thing. I I think I think the, the ground the groundbreaking piece for me here is that there is this thing called a secret board, and I can put whatever the heck I want in there. No one's gonna see it, and then later on I can go through and kind of curate and figure out what I want to do with this stuff. Sort it exactly. out. That's cool. So how do how do people how do you when you know when you get a new client that's wanting to do Pinterest type work where do you start with them and how do you kind of tell them like hey you know I really want to you know I want really want to promote your stuff on Pinterest where do they begin and how do you get them to kind of prepare that content for you? Um, well, we have to have beautiful images. That's the first thing. You know, we have to have all the basics done. So that is the profile has to be filled out, website has to be put in, business account created, um, names of boards. Um, you could do a little search on some of the names and see what else comes up. Um, so those could be like keywords. 
really to a blogger. Um, right. Yeah, not everyone is good at giving images. And, and sometimes you have to tweak. So if you know Photoshop or some, one of those, that, that would really be helpful. And Canva has it essentially built in. So you yeah. could take your, you know, your graphic and throw it on there and type in some text and then hit the little abracadabra button and then switch it out to whatever size uh, Pinterest needs to have it at and then you're good to go. Wasn't there another tool that you found, Jason, that does something like that, but it's not Canva? Hmm. We were experimenting with it earlier with Blab. I cannot yeah. the live Well, I, I use one on my phone to do it. No, it's not um, the phone one. It automatically will make all those images. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, I don't it was remember. Like a photo, it was like not Adobe Spark, but it was one of those things. Those types was, of things, yeah. Oh, I've been trying to remember it for like this whole time. <laughs> I'll think about it. And I'll, I'll see if we can come but up it with it. Shown <laughs> out. No, because it does. It's not as good as Canva. And the Canva Abracadabra is Canva for work, which is 15 bucks a month. Oh, just so everybody knows, but you everything. still can. I I know I will pay for it until I die, just because it makes my life so much easier, especially with the iPhone app integration. Just I mean, there's no questions about it. Like it's not. Yep. I don't even charge my work. I just pay for it, and I'm happy. So, <laughs> um, but the but you can start one. You don't even have to have a cadaver. You can start it long and. Um, so then if you're, if you're doing a, um, you're doing a blog post on how to do this and such, and you want a skinny one, you can, you can make an infographic -y by having picture one arrow, picture two arrow, picture three, like that. It doesn't, the picture doesn't have to start out as long and skinny. Right, it could just be the process of one, two, three, and then four, five, six, like that. Oh, nice! That's Canva. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like that's people people pin things like that, right, Carol? Oh, all the time. The yeah. Really so the whole videos. picture is the most popular. It doesn't have to be this long, skinny thing like a Periscope video. It can be three pictures together, or four or five that make right. that show the process. Right. And you can even just have three separate images. You know, you could do screenshots. It's super simple. Line them up and then do another screenshot. Yeah. You know, done. But don't forget to go back in and edit if you're going to put a link in there. Don't forget to go back and put that link in there if it's, that's what you want. It's going to go back, yeah. Can you, um, I just realized, can you, um, I should be, see, I have a, I have a collection on Google+. Plus. For WordPress and nonprofits, where uh -huh. I put a bunch of this stuff, I should be doing that on Pinterest. Like, first of all, duh, because um, a lot of women work for nonprofits. Hello, yeah. and yeah. Um, like, I'm just just saying this out loud is making me realize I I have totally that Pinterest is my redhead stepchild. I just do not pay attention to it. I like <laughs> Google Plus way more, but so anyway, so that's my mistake. But let me thing running. Can you, I know, right? Can you pin PDFs? Sure. Or do they have to only be JPEGs? I don't know. Less. Sure. But you want a picture in there. Well, yeah. And then, and then you could put, the, you could put, attach whatever you want. Yeah, because we make this. Wherever you want people to go. 
page long versions of case studies. And if we can pin that, oh my God, that'd be awesome. Yeah, write a note right have now. a nice image for it. Yeah, we no, we hire a lady. It's not me in Canva. It's a real person. That's what they're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right now, Pinterest board for WordPress. And not I'm not joking. I write this down. Sarah, totally what, what what plugins are people using on their WordPress sites to do or to you know to with Pinterest? Like, what are, what are they using to make sure that they have the correct images that are being used? And that they're kind of are they only using Yoast SEO or is there other stuff that they could use too? Um, I just use the Google Analytics and then I use the analytics within Pinterest itself. But I'm sure that there are third-party analytics that you can use as well that might help you out. Um, but I use what's already there. So yeah. like for the so because we were talking about earlier on in the in um, in this episode that we were talking about how how sometimes folks will take an image that's kind of that's set up for Pinterest in that particular form factor, um, and they'll put it as part of the post so that way it'll be a selectable one when you go to pin it. Um, oh right. Of any of any plugins that are out there in in for WordPress that's made to do that sort of thing. The one I've been using is called uh, Mash Share, and oh. I use that for for being able to do uh, sharing of um, of posts and stuff. If you go to WP Watercooler and see the little thing there, it says how many times the thing was shared, as well as how you can share it by clicking on one of these links. Um, that part actually kind of prepares all of that for you and does all. And it works pretty well with Yoast SEO. So I was just curious if there's anything else out there you've seen that people are using to do that. Actually, that's a really good question, and I just learned something, so thank you. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I know that there's the one called uh, Pin It, which is yeah. it'll put a pin, right. you know, the, button the, the on there. Little Pin It that um, button that you can put um, right on your browser window, and you can get that in the Pinterest tools. Yeah, so you could get that and install it. Most radical Pinterest people use the bookmark like anyway, mm -hmm. but they don't need you to put that plug in there. Um, in 2015 at WordCamp LA, Brianna Privet gave a good talk on social media. She talked about this. She talked a lot about making it ready for Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So for the show notes, people, WordCamp LA 2015, Brianna Privet. Um, and she talked about the rich pins, which, I mean, look, we love Yoast. Yoast is awesome. I've met him a couple of times. I'm going to say, there's no reason to use anything else. I mean, in, the, in our audience, we talk a lot about bloat and having too many plugins. If one plugin could do it all, I say just stay with the one plugin. It's free. Mm -hmm. Why complicate your life? Oh, there's Brianna. She's here. Hi, Brianna. Oh. She's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> that's, um, but Rich Pins, if you're looking for a plugin, you're going to want it that, do, that supports Rich. Pins. Those are the words, right? Yeah, that was what, yeah. like episode two or three, where we got uh, totally um, sideswiped, and the guy shows up and goes, "So I went to this uh, this Pinterest <laughs> conference, and it just this just came out yesterday. And what's the thing to make the thing work?" And we just both like they totally like, "Oh, geez, I, did we really start this podcast to have no clue what these people are talking about?" <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so excited oh, to be here today. <laughs> Yeah. For all of you that have been here for a while, that totally happened, and it was hilarious. But 
Yeah, um, rich pins are, are huge, and the, ty the types of stuff you can do with rich pins are very, very interesting. So um, I know that there are plugins out there to do that sort of stuff, and um, I put the link for uh, Brana's um, rich pins uh, video up there so you can get Actually, a look at that. Actually, earlier, earlier she said, I've been suggesting WooCommerce support viable pins for Woo and Pinterest for over a year, and I know they're working on it. Um, so well, you know, Pinterest is an emerging uh, emerging technology here, and not, not a whole lot of people are using it. So I could totally understand. Well, I mean, it's not as cool as Twitter. <laughs> Come on, this stuff should happen like day one. This thing should be out there and ready well, to go. You know, I'm just saying. So, like, Carol, can you tell us a little bit about the difference between a pin and a viable pin? I mean, functionally. What's the difference? Well, it makes it a lot easier to, to simplify things. You can just go ahead and click right through, and then you can, you know, just keeps people on site longer. So it means, like, you can literally click there and buy it. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. So it's not just that, that, that it's from a store and it has the price. It, it literally means you can complete that transaction. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Simplifies things for you. Oh, yeah, WooCommerce should totally support that. <laughs> yeah, there's a plugin that's out there that's like two years old that, uh, that says it's a SEO Pinterest rich pins for WooCommerce. But it's a two year old plugin, only has like 400 people are using it. So I'm. I don't know. I'm curious how this is how this is supposed to work and how people are, you know, looking to do this sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. I just know a lot of our people use um, WooCommerce. Yeah. I mean, but, WooCommerce got it's huge. I mean, it's, there's like Yoast and there's like WooCommerce and then there's Jetpack. I mean, those are three things you hear all the time. So, um, She's saying, like, in the absence of buying pins, buyable pins, Pinterest still supports a bunch of extra open graph stuff for products like color options, sizes, sales, etc. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that a lot of times people put their plugins on sale. So maybe <laughs> in their content, they should make a long version of their graphic in their blog post for Pinterest people. Yep. That yeah. would be very nice. Yeah, I just thought desktop servers on sale. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. I just saw that on Twitter today, you know. <laughs> so I didn't even think about that because I wasn't, it just wasn't occurring to me. Um, wow. Okay. So what are, what are some, what are some things people should be looking at when they're doing this that, that are obvious fails they shouldn't be doing it this way they should definitely do some research before they do it like what are what are those things that people should be watching out for and that you've seen plenty of your customers start doing before they start bringing on and you're services? like oh not again blue <laughs> on my face well you know some people will start following, and this happens across all different social media platforms, they'll start following a bunch of people um, before they're really ready. So you need to have everything filled out, ready to go. So when people go to look at your Pinterest account, 
there's something there to see and it needs to be really beautiful. Um, so have your description, your profile all filled out. Make sure you have a certain number of boards, you know, somewhere five to 10 before you start following a million people. Cause nobody's going to follow you back. Yeah. It's like being an A and, and then Twitter, have, right? Right, exactly. So and make sure you have some descriptions. Um, it doesn't have to be super fancy, but you should have some descriptions. You should have clicked through the pins. Make sure there's no porn or spam or, you know, 404 errors. Um, when people click through, make sure there's something there. Those are all really simple things that you can do. I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes here. I know we got show notes <laughs> here, but I'm taking notes as well because I, I don't know. I, I know. I hate when I look at something and go, yeah, this isn't for me. I don't really, I don't know how I'm going to get this thing to work for me. And like, uh, like I was saying in the chat, I, I know folks that are watching this can't see the chat, but um, uh, at a later date, but um, I have a hard time with the fact that I'm not a collector. I'm not somebody who likes to collect things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I'm one of those people where I'll start a collection of two or three things and then I kind of get bored of it and I have like <laughs> technology ADD and just go like, eh, whatever. And so I don't come back and I don't keep po posting stuff there. So if you're somebody who, like me, how do, what, what's the draw for me to start putting things on Pinterest? Well, you must have hobbies that you enjoy. Yep, Pokemon I do. Go. <laughs> so hobbies. You know, hobbies, yeah. You like to build things. I'm sorry, what did you say? No, he plays Pokemon. He's super good at it. Well, okay, all the places that you pictures of Pokemon. Um, so you can have a Pokemon board. You might join a Pokemon group board for fun. I'm sure there's cheats and things like that. I don't play, but I'm sure there's. Yep. People share where they found the best ones. So he's also into time lapse photography. Hey. Yep. That would be great. Like Pinterest is made for you, Jason, more than me. <laughs> so you know you can, and then you could join other communities of uh, pinners who have similar interests. And those are all based off of just just boards. There's not another. Uh, there's not like a group or anything like that to this. Well, it's just boards. So look for look for group boards with Pokemon, for example. Like you don't need to, to join a group. You just join right. a board. Okay. Right. Like a board that just has multiple people posting to it. Right. Yeah, and like, you know, you, you have a WordPress meetup, and you could be uh, all the stuff that you share in the meetup could be curated into a board for the Whittier WordPress meetup because websites are prettier and Whittier. <laughs> I'm better with other people's ideas than my own. <laughs> yeah. That would be a really simple thing to do. <laughs> I kept 10 million things for Jason Tucker minds blank. You know, so, so if you talk about an article or something at your meetup, then put it up on your board. Because meetup.com itself kind of sucks for sharing links. And we all try. We would go like, oh, yeah, this is what I talked about last night. And then it's not really linky, and it's, it's – right. Meetup.com needs a refresh. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, but like, as far as sharing, you either have to have a Facebook group or something in order to like curate that kind of information. That could be ideal. 
And then yeah. if you have a group board, then it could be like group notes. Right. Yes, and other right. people can comment on an article that you put up there as well. And Sherry's saying that she uses Pinterest to gather inspiration, collect thoughts and ideas. Yeah, there's lots of different ways to use it. So yeah. if you have an event coming up, for example, I mean, a lot of people use it for weddings. weddings. Um, if you have a big party coming up, you know, you can create a board just for that event. Yeah. My niece wanted me to create a dream board. So I was like, okay, I put two things on there, like a house in Coronado for like $15,000. I mean, 15 million. It's a <laughs> cheap one. And my friend Jen goes, why did you go? I mean, it's not the $30 million house in Comino Capistrano. It's, you know, it's only 15 million. So like, it's cheap, right? <laughs> um, but you know, like stuff like that, like places you want to go. I think that's a good idea for that kind of stuff. I'm not really a vision board person, but just remembering that that's what you want to do. Or a bucket list could be, you know, the, the 20 different beaches that you want to visit in the next 10 years. You could do yeah. something like that. Plan your next family vacation on a group. Can you have a group secret board? Yes. Sure. So the next WordCamp, you know, what are the different places you want to visit while you're there in, in Cincinnati or in San Diego or wherever the next WordCamp is? Ooh, reviewing Airbnb places. <laughs> there you go. Airbnb yeah, you go. hacks. <laughs> and DIY is huge. So if you have a do-it-yourself thing, you know, like a recipe, for example, that you've tried now on Pinterest, there's, there's a way to you can say that you've tried this, you've tried the recipe or you've done the project. Oh, so it's almost like a review? Well, yeah, it could be a review. Like when you click try it, it says, how did it go? And you're like, I loved it or it wasn't for me. And then you can put a photo of whatever it was that you did so you can show off the fact that oh, you did that's the That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's a pretty new thing, too. It's a pretty new feature. They're always changing things up. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can, have, you can create boards for countries or cities that you want to visit. That's a great idea. Especially if you have a travel buddy that you go with, you can yeah. then have a small group. It could just be a couple people. It doesn't have to be hundreds of people. No, but for sure, because... A lot of us do travel for WordCamps. Yeah. And knowing already what place is good or bad or uh, this hotel is great, this place is a dive, this chili in Cincinnati has cinnamon in it, so just be warned. Tastes yeah. like a spice latte, but whatever. <laughs> um, it was weird. I'm just, tell I'm just telling you. Like, I was okay with it beyond spaghetti and having cheese on it. Yeah. But they were like, just try it. So I, like, tried it, and I was like, okay. And then, like, 30 seconds later, you're like, what is that? And then you take another <laughs> bite, and you're like, cinnamon and chili? This is weird. But see, what you could have done is you could have taken a picture of that thing. You could have went back to Pinterest, and you could have said, so this place that I went to, here's what I ate, and you have a photo of it. So now you have both where you found it. Yeah. And then what the outcome of it was. No, and I do have that picture, and I think I should go back and do that. Yeah, we, we went to cool like, places. Like, 
in, in a lot of the way, in a lot of ways. I mean, depending on how you you work it, you can definitely make make Pinterest your own thing. It doesn't need to be. It's not like they gave you strict instructions on how to use it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so Cheryl's saying we have a bucket list too. And she's crazy about tiny homes too, Carol. Oh, you're, me you're too. Tiny, home. tiny homes. My house is kind of small, and that's why I started my tiny homes board, and it really took off. So now there's thousands of people following that one board, and you never know what's going to happen with the boards because that one is just hugely yeah, yeah, yeah. popular. I think you wrote a post on it, like, what, what if you become viral? Well, the, a lot of the pins on there get repinned thousands of times, so that one is really crazy. So if you do have something that gets really popular, say you like to make things out of pallets, which is a popular thing to do on Pinterest, put that one right next to where you want your traffic to go. So then put your blogs right next to that. That's a little tip. Oh, so whatever is like a draw. Right, exactly. So if it is a bucket list, for example, and that's really popular, put that up at the top because that's the first thing people are going to see on their phones, right? Because it's up at the top. And then right next to that, put where you want the traffic to go. So people will go, oh, and she's also a blogger. And so people will go over there and, and look at your stuff. For promoting your Pinterest account, though, what, what do you recommend? Tweeting it, putting it on Facebook? All of the above. Facebook, Twitter, you can write about it in your blog if you want to. Um, attach it to your signature on your emails. Um, if you do email marketing, you could talk about, you know, I have this one board and this might interest you. If it is something that would interest your demographic, then of course, share it as many places as you can. I'm just getting hungry because every time I scroll, right? it's more and more food <laughs> stuff. To the point food. where I started a food board now, and now there's all this food stuff that's sitting in there waiting for I me to eat. I told you it's a black hole. You're not. You're like. Oh, what, is, is there I don't like you, This is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I was I was getting uh, addicted to drugs. Now this is this is great. Thanks. That's, but Carol, you have a day job, about okay? With uh, with the egg timer, right? You don't want to spend too much time on Pinterest. Well, I use a timer for everything now. I use Freckle, which I really like a lot. So but there's crispy cheese and bacon potatoes. See? That we have to pin. <laughs> I have so many food boards um, because I keep thinking I'm going to cook. And like the other day, I ruined a. a grilled cheese so I'm like yeah that's not I don't know why I have all these food boards I might delete them and start over <laughs> um, but you know sometimes you think it's gonna be a good recipe for a potluck or something like that um, I don't know what's horrible is as I'm as I'm clicking these things it's going oh but he really likes food he's not into this WordPress thing anymore I'm sorry <laughs> less WordPress more food and now it's like you know instead of nine WordPress codes to speed up your blog it's now, oh, you could make your Buffalo Ranch deviled eggs right next to it. <laughs> actually, actually, a lot of our demographic, Jason, is into craft beer. And some of our yeah. people not only build plugins, but brew their own hooch. Yeah, so, I didn't think about beer. Great. 
Beer. I got another thing to look at. <laughs> Beer press, cigar press, uh, what's it, bench press, so all that weight exercises. I mean, uh, who is it, Vegas Geek, that made the Boo Dabbles yep. uh, plug-in, so all your exercises and your fitness. Um, I just joined a group on Facebook for marketers and fitness people. Like they let me in there, even though I just scroll. Um, but like we all have these parallel lives, you know? Yeah. So, you never know what interests you might have in common with somebody else. And so that's, that's why I think it's, it's really good to talk about your hobbies on Pinterest and you can do that. Yeah. The food pictures on, on Pinterest are amazing. I mean, that's Shada Toriabi's claim to fame, right? Being a food blogger. Mm -hmm. And now she like, like I was watching her WordCamp talk from US and she was talking about how like wherever she goes now, a bunch of people want to eat dinner with her because they know she's going to go to a good place, right? Dying with Shada. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like a lot, so you get like-minded people because even within WordPress, we're all into different things. Like mm -hmm. I'm not into beer or cigars but I will definitely have spumoni with you or a vanilla malt. Right. Or karaoke. Or karaoke, karaoke. Right. Because yeah. I know at some word camps, karaoke is really big. Huge at uh, huge at Orange County. Mm -hmm. But then now there's another uh, Twitter account called Word, word Camp Karaoke, WC <laughs> Karaoke. And, and a lot of word camps have karaoke parties now after that. Oh, because it's fun. It's good, clean fun. You get to show your personality and stuff. But, you know, again, it's like uh, there was a Facebook group I saw the other day with, uh, I think Mendel has it with hikers and nerds or something. Like, I'm yeah. either. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you like hiking, you might like this movie, Mile, Mile and a Half, about the John Muir Trail, right, and the Sierra Vance. Now, right. I watch the movie. Somebody else hikes it. That's how this works. But, you know, you might be into classic movies. Uh, you can, right. I can have a whole, like, let's all go see North by Northwest and Sunset Boulevard at this old theater, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So right. I don't think it always has to be board, about board. I mean, there's no limit to what you can put up there. Especially since so many of us have our lives attached to these monitors right here. Right. right that we're all trying to have a hobby that isn't, like my hobby was WordPress and now it's my job and my <laughs> friends and the things I go to, like I go to WordPress things, well, I go to church, don't wrap me out. But I just say like, now I'm like, I need another hobby. I know some people crochet, you know? Really? So like so like there's sometimes you need, my hobby is uh, keeping Netflix in business. <laughs> <laughs> You might have a best of Netflix board. Right. With the movies that you've actually seen. Yeah. And like, a little review of each one. one watching. Right. You know. This one was terrible. You guys stay away from this one. Or I really like this one. Or this one could be better. I think this one's going to win the Academy Award. Something no, like and, that. Why don't they tell us when they're in foreign language? Foreign language. I like passed up on three different series that were not even in English or in French. It doesn't even say <laughs> it's in French. Come on, Netflix, uh, not cool. <laughs> Just saying. But yeah, no, I mean, I do other things, music, those kinds of things. But it, all joking aside, I think that for sure, 
Pinterest applies to us as plugin shops, as theme developers, anything mm -hmm. that we do that's visual as, as a networking tool to show our personality, to collaborate with the general public. I for sure, I should be using it more. Um, this has been a really great episode. I feel convicted and entertained, which which is the mark of a good show to me. Definitely. Um, and Jason, we lost. So yeah, totally um, lost. He's pinning to his food board, and we're not going to see him for three more hours. Yeah, but I just told him about craft beer, so now that's my fault. Oh, so, craft, no. craft beer board, where is it? I know, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> We well, the, the thing I'm seeing is that is that even designers, designers are using something like Dribble, which is a, which is a place where you can do design work and then put it on there. You can then take that and put it onto Pinterest. So Pinterest is definitely uh, allows you to kind of pull all the different assets together, finding out fonts, finding colors, finding you know design work, inspiration. You got all this fun stuff that kind of ties it all together. And um, I, I I didn't I didn't think of it as something that both I could use personally as well as something that I could use, um, you know, for, uh, for work. So um, thank you for that, Carol. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. I love Pinterest. Can you tell? Yes, <laughs> I totally can tell. <laughs> she loves Pinterest the way I love Twitter. That's why I'm saying you're the Pinterest queen. <laughs> but there's still but a lot more to learn. Oh, oh, where where can, where can people find you and where can they get uh, more information about what you do on Pinterest and what you do for people's businesses on, on Pinterest? Um, I'm at Your So Me Works. And if you guys give me your, um, your Pinterest links, I will go and follow you and then we can follow each other. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I, I, I'm, ex I'm excited, Bridget. I, <laughs> I, I'm excited both for being able to bring people to more, bring more people to my content as well as to be able to share other people's content and curate it and kind of get it all figured out. What about you, Bridget? What, what, what's, your, what's your highlights here? Oh, I definitely cannot believe I didn't make a WordPress nonprofit board because, like I said, a lot of women work in nonprofits. That's really true. And that is who we talk to most of the time at the booth when we're at a work camp. It's women. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just funny because, like, you know, with WordPress, it scales men, but with nonprofits, it scales women. So I, I should have thought of it. I just totally didn't even think about it. I'm definitely going to make uh, a resolution, and I have a Post-it note to prove it. I'm making a board. <laughs> well, that's how I live my life by post-it notes. And I have a real calendar. Like I have a physical, actual calendar that I write stuff in. That's oh. you know, got stuff in. Plus, like an actual. Because you know what? Life happens, and it can't be all on the internet. Sometimes I remember. Oh, I wrote it on this page. I remember where I wrote something. So anyway. I'm definitely going to make a WordPress nonprofit board on Pinterest. Awesome. That I, I bet it will outperform even Google Plus because I think and, and you know what? Juice is you weeding. can start with it. You can start with it as a secret board while you're fixing sure. it up, and then you can just turn it on. Oh, so you could start secret and then go public? Yes. Oh, smart. Okay. Well, I'd love to it's stay. Like launching a blog with the all these posts ready to go, and then you just go go oh. and then. Yeah, done. Oh my Out gosh, that's a great idea. 
Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Carol, for being on the show. At the yeah, top. Yeah, we got yeah. one more to add. She said, don't forget thank to put at the top. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was wrapping up. <laughs> well, they, they, thank you, Carol, for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. I think really all the fun. folks that are really had a good time. <laughs> in the chat room are super excited and they're they're getting uh, very pumped to be able to start using Pinterest more for their businesses as well as for all of their uh, you know time standing in line at the grocery store pinning all the fun things. <laughs> Go over to our website at wpwarcore.com slash wpblab. That's where you can find this particular show. We do this on Thursdays. We also do WP Water Cooler on Mondays. Go check that out as well. And we will see you next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.